Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONECURCITYCAST20. It's springtime, the time we're supposed to go outside and meet new people or maybe just reintroduce ourselves to loved ones in an outdoor setting. But what is there to do? Who even dates anymore? What even is a date? But don't stress, because today on CityCast Portland, Eden Dawn, author of the Portland Book of Dates and co-host of the We Can't Print This podcast, is going to share some ideas for first date activities, romantic hangs with longtime partners, or maybe just a fun day out with yourself. It's Thursday, April 27th, I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Eden, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I I wanted to give you the space to give us your disclaimer that you've given us already, uh, you know, via email communication when we asked you to join. Yes, it is an important disclaimer because whenever I come on and talk about dates to any anywhere and anyone, I like to say I am not a dating expert. In fact, I've never even been on a dating app. But what I am is a fun expert. And I think good dates should be fun. So I have lots of ideas how to have fun. I have been on many, many fun dates and recommended many fun dates for people. But when it comes to the actual relationship part, I say get a great therapist (laughs) and go out, have some fun. And that's the extent of my advice in that world. Perfect. Thank you, Edith. (laughs) So what is the recipe for a good date? So at this point, I have written in my journalism career and these books, thousands of dates, literally thousands of dates. And I've been on many bad ones to even get the good ones to make it into print. And I can say uh, all the really good dates seem to come from, as I call them, a funtivity, which is a fun activity of some kind, drinks, which could be alcohol, could be non-alcoholic. And then, of course, snacks. It's basically a party. It's really basically the recipe for any good anything comes down to (laughs) snacks, (laughs) something fun happening. And when you just know that that's the cocktail for any good time, when you're out as we're, you know, my husband and I were writing this book together, I would go on all these things and we're like, okay, well, we have the funtivity, but like, where are we going to get snacks after? Mm Mm-hmm. And that was it. That's how it comes together. I've heard many a bad day go awry because somebody was like, we're going to go on this huge hike. I didn't plan about anything else. And so now we're all hungry. And it's like, I, this was the worst time. You know what? We're about to celebrate 10 years of being together. Most of our arguments just come from being trapped in a car when no one has snacks. It's like always it. Everything else in life is pretty easy. But if you're in an enclosed space and no one has any food, you're setting yourself up for trouble. It's true. Mm -hmm. And I also want to 
differentiate. There's so many different types of dates. You know, there's dates that you go out with your uh, significant other that you've been together for years. There's uh, dates that you're going out with uh, platonic friends, maybe. But there's also first dates. You know, I've never seen this person in my life. So where are some places in town you think are perfect for a first date? Because I know you, especially for women or women identifying people, you need a safe place. Yeah, you need a safe place. And the other thing is, I though I haven't been single in a minute, I have been single many different times in my life. And people often just do the same thing over and over for a first date, which is like meet at my neighborhood bar and we sit here and we drink and we ask the same like four questions. Do you have siblings? Where did you grow up? Boring. We need more than that. It's not fun and everything begins to feel the same. And the other thing is like, I don't know that we bring our best selves when we're nervous and we come together on our first date and sit there. So again, the funtivity, um, a really simple one that I like and have recommended, especially to my uh, serial first daters <laughs> who are looking for things to do, because I also recognize the cost adds up. So one thing I like is to just go down to Southeast Waterfront and wandering around together, you know, maybe you stop at um, you know, and you get a juice and then you go into cargo, which is like such a fun wonderland. It's like this amazing giant warehouse filled with all these things. And it's a fun thing when you're just like kind of window shopping and wandering around and somebody shows you like, here's an art book I love, or here's this beautiful vintage kimono. It's a nice thing because you're kind of going through stuff together. But also if you feel anxious, you like pop out for a minute. You know what I mean? And then you come back and you're like, here, I found a flamingo for my front yard. And then you see whether or not is the other person potentially interested in your flamingo for your front yard? Is that a match? And then something I love to do is take people to Soro Soro afterwards for the affogados, which are amazing. You know, these giant things that you pour coffee over. So warm up before you just sit down and stare at each other across, you know, a table. Like, I feel like a dinner is a terrible first date. Dinner is so intimate. So have some space to actually move your body. Another one I really like that we're getting close to being so beautiful is the um, Crystal Rhododendron Springs Garden down kind of by Reed. That one is a beautiful park to go to. Take a blanket pack some cheese and crackers and fruit. There's like 2,500 varieties of rhododendrons and azaleas that are about to spring to life. It's utterly beautiful. There's herons. It's such a pretty walk where you can just go around. And then when you're hungry, you sit down and you have a snack and you feel like Alice in Wonderland having a tea party. And it's, you know, five bucks. And plus, if you go in the day, there's tons of people out, feels super safe. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is a good first date is one, you're able to move around. You're not sequestered with someone and you're just sitting staring into the freaking eyes for the first time for like hours. But I love the idea of being able to get away. I feel like that really speaks to me, especially (laughs) because I need to recharge within like a 30 minute hangout sometimes. I'm just like, this is intense. I don't know you. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Yeah. And I'm an extreme extrovert and I still need that sometimes. And the other thing is, ask somebody to do an activity you like. Like it's just a litmus test in itself right there. One that will be coming up soon in Silverton. They have the annual pet parade where everyone in town comes out and like little girls like hold their kitties and walk through the main street. And there's like 
kids with their chickens in tractors Mm -hmm. and people bring all their dogs dressed up. And it's so a whole parade of just the whole town bringing out their pets. Oh my God, no, this is so cute. There was a duck in a stroller who was clearly the belle of the ball. Like she must be famous in Silverton Mm -hmm. because people were coming up and like taking pictures of this duck. Oh my God. Now, if I had taken a fella to that date and he was like, this is weird instantly I'd be like dumped I break up with me (laughs) (laughs) no we're not even together but we're already broken up right like I'm leaving you here if you cannot get behind the joy (laughs) of somebody hilarious of little kids like uh peddling their toy tractors with chickens in the back come on you're not we're not for each other yeah so definitely pick an activity that is very niche to you Yes. So, like, I would take someone to, like, oh, there's going to be, like, a Lego convention. Would you like to go? <laughs> but also, I don't fault them. It's one of those things where you you seem to be very secure in your in your niche, like, interests. I think some other people would be like, well, nobody's going to like what I like. And I, I guess what I'm hearing is embrace it. Embrace your weirdness. See if that other person is also down. Embrace <laughs> because, it. Because yeah. if your goal of finding a partner is somebody to share the things you like doing, then you might as well get on board with telling them the things you like doing early. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't want to be six years in and then finally tell them that every year you love going to the UFO Fest in McMinnville, <laughs> which is also coming up in May, and another good entertaining date if you want to sit for a parade and have Chewbacca throw like Tootsie Pops at you, which is the thing that happened to me. <laughs> That's amazing. Now that we're just talking about parades, Tillamook closes its entire city down for one parade. It's like July and it ruins everyone's lives because it's like the only city that you can drive through to get to the coast sometimes. Get to the coast, yeah. yeah. But they'll shut it down and, and you'll be forced to watch this parade that is just so ramshackle put together. And of course, it's just like five Tillamook trucks just throwing cheese at people and it's amazing i mean it's packaged (laughs) but also like kind of awesome because you're just like it's so hot right now yeah sure just give me some cheese let's go go. my visual image with somebody throwing handfuls of shredded cheese at the audience and i'm gonna continue to believe that instead that's basically (laughs) it yeah that's basically it okay let's take a quick break here when we come back some date ideas for couples who've been together for a while now This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So what about a couple that's been together for a long time? Like, what's a good... Let's reignite the spark date. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's a couple of things, right? Like, of course, we always need to remember to put a little pep in our step. But sometimes I find couples have been together a long time are often balancing not only the relationship, but the busyness of life. And life takes so much out of us, especially lately. I feel like things have really ramped up in this social and event capacity. Um, So I think it's about finding times that you can recharge together that's mm-hmm. like a great date. So something we love to do when things get just like absolutely overwhelming is the one-two punch of going to Loy Lee on MLK, which, you know, is this amazing Nordic sauna. 
And they have both a social sauna and a quiet sauna. So if you want to chit chat, go into the social sauna and lay there and sweat and catch up. Or sometimes you just want to go into the quiet sauna and just be quietly near each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you sit and you have your tea and they have specials all of the time. So you can get in there. And by the time you leave, you're just like jello and you feel so good. And then you can just run across the street to Brasa Harina and have a giant glass of wine. So you dehydrate your body and then you hydrate your body. And then you're loopy for a week. And then what you do is you go home at like 6 p.m. and go straight to bed. And by the next day you wake up, you're like, I love you so much. That is a nice way to spend time together. Oh, my God. I love that. Like you're like, so you've been together for 10 years. All you really want to do is go to bed. This is how you get there. Yes, this is a giant sleeping pill. Giant sleeping <laughs> pill. And then you know what? You wake up in a good mood and then you have a little a little, little morning kiss in, you know? Like <laughs> you finally have rested enough. The other thing is like I love a long we we call them state of the unions in our house when you have to check in on all of the stuff like where are we going for summer vacation? When are we going to you know, Mm -hmm. put the new roof on the house? How can we afford this project? There are all those tedious things that you have to talk about because you're lovers, but you're also roommates. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so for those, we like to do a big hike. Like just this weekend, we drove out to the gorge. And again, we always pack our trusty little picnic mini cooler. And we went on this long hike and we talked through all the tedious family things that we had to get through on our long list. And then we sat on the bluff overlooking the gorge and just like watched an eagle fly by while we ate, you know, olives and caprese salad. And it's so much better. So yeah, yeah. I think that kind of stuff is nice. I've been in Oregon my entire life and I have like traveled all over and yet I still love the Trail of Ten Falls at Silver Creek Falls is one of my oh, favorite yeah. things of all time. And then in our book, Portland Book Updates, we have um quite a few kind of like big ticket items, you know, if you Mm -hmm. like have been together a long time, and it's your 10 year anniversary, your 20 year anniversary, there's a hot air ballooning that you can do out in Newburgh, which is an utterly amazing thing to splurge on. Um, But I say a good day also comes from like, what do I actually need right now? Sometimes I really want to spend time with my partner, but I also want to see my friends and I'm overstrapped. So we have a lot of good group dates. One I love Mm -hmm. that's so silly and great is I am a diehard fan of Marrakesh in Northwest Portland, which has Mm -hmm. been around for like 30 some years. So you like go with a giant group of friends, you have belly dancers around, you share these big plates of food, and then you wander up to Voice Box in Northwest and, you know, you sing Total Eclipse of the Heart. Wow. That's quite a range. I mean, literally, that's a part song. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I didn't say I was singing it well. I I usually do the interpretive (laughs) dance in the background. Yeah. And I think you've hit it all because I've also been in a relationship for a very long time. And we do the exact same thing where sometimes we just we have like our dinner together and then we hang out with a big group and we do what our thing is dark ride. I don't know if you've ever heard of dark ride, but it's uh, at the Avalon and it's like this kind of all immersive video game experience where you get you sit in a chair that moves and you feel air blow at you and you you're wearing 3D glasses and you're just shooting random things and every person we've taken has always just been like a little like we're going to the Avalon and we're like no you got a dark ride and they go through and then they become dark ride fanatics because it's so much fun and it's like a five minute game but like your whole life you're just like I was in there I was shooting zombies (laughs) 
<laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> I love having those, you know, we, and we have this little cheat sheet in the back of the book that has things separated because we also believe dates don't just have to be with your romantic partner. We have like things mm-hmm. to do when your parents come to town and we have things to do when you want to go on a solo date. Like a solo date I love is to go to Sweetie D and just like, eat all the pastries, look out the window share and everybody, them with no one. share yeah. my pastry with no one. No, sorry, you can't have a bite. This is just for me. And like, that's such a nice day when you just need a little time to yourself. Take yourself on dates. Everybody can go on a date. Mm-hmm. And we use the term very loosely. It just to us date is like, I'm blocking this time out in my calendar to enjoy something other than work. Now that can be with your bestie, your mom, yourself, your mm-hmm. partner, anybody. So I feel like we've given some good recommendations, mainly you, uh, to people who are just like trying to think of great spring dates. Um, what is though, like for someone who just moved to town or someone who has maybe lived here so long, is no longer seeing Portland through like a newcomer's eyes. What is a quintessential Portland date? I mean, forever and never, I'm going to say go to Darcel's. And I know we just yeah. lost our queen, um, but Poison Waters, who is the MC there, is one of my old and dear friends. Oh, she's going to be mad. I said old. I should have said longest <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Darcells has been a drag cabaret and, and in Old Town since 1967. And what they have done in the community they have built, I truly believe it is a magical experience. And I love mm-hmm. to take people when they come to town because you walk in and it is just to me feels like Portland in a different era. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Go to the Hoxton, have some fancy cocktails. If it's nice weather, be up on the rooftop, go to Tope, look out at the city, then go over to Darcel's. And it's a thing I just love. And again, great litmus test. If you try to take your partner and they're mm-hmm. like, I'm not really interested, dump. Instantly dump. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to have you back on just so we don't talk about dates. We just talk about when to dump someone. Just like, all right, they're out. Sounds great. Give me scenarios. Dump. Dump. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we, we, we go from dating to dumping and I love it. But you know what that leads to? Dating to dumping leads to dating again. I'm just trying to sell more yeah. books. That's really what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Eden. I appreciate you making the time. Thanks, Claudia. Lovely to see you. And now for your microdose of news. Next year, gas-powered delivery trucks will likely be banned from a 16-block area of downtown Portland. The city will only allow deliveries from vehicles with zero carbon emissions. Passenger cars will still be permitted. The Portland Bureau of Transportation says a strategy to cut carbon emissions, which would go into effect in 2024, has never been tried in the U.S. So you guys, this is going to be really interesting. And Oregon distillers want support from the state to establish their own Oregon Spirits Board. This board would promote their products across state lines, and it's a model the Oregon wine industry already uses. Distillers hope to fund this effort with an existing state charge on bottles of liquor. I mean, we do make some great whiskey, gin, and vodka. McCarthy's, Freeland, New Deal. Come on, everyone should know. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes.
That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. If you enjoyed the show, share it with a friend or rate or leave us a good review. It'll really help us out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's. <laughs>